Hey everybody, John Millen here, Benefit Hackers. Uh, today I'm going to talk very quickly. This should be a short one, although I always say that and sometimes it's not. I had an interesting call yesterday and I messed up two times on the call. Now I've had lots of calls with with uh, you know owners and presidents and mostly with chief financial officers or finance directors when we're talking about risk financing for healthcare. And I was on the call with a nice, very nice CFO. She was lovely. And I messed up tw- two times on the call, and I'm looking back on it I'm like, you dumb dumb, why did I do this? So this is what I learned, and I don't know if you do this yourself, but you might, and oh my God. So <clears throat> the first thing I wasn't doing, I wasn't actively listening. I was listening, but I wasn't actively listening, because I was like, oh, I heard her say this, and my brain didn't recognize it as odd, and to pose another question. So I just went with it and moved on. And here's the context. So this group has a January 1st uh, uh, renewal for healthcare. It's now what, October the 11th, or I talked to her on the 10th or 11th. And she was intrigued by what we were saying. They were already getting some, they already got some options in, none of which I thought were very good. Basically they were cost shifting the increase to the employees. So what that means is the renewal came in at a 15% increase and they got it down to a like seven, eight percent increase and they squeezed the network down. So essentially what you're doing is you're squeezing the access points for all the employees. That, that was the solution. And I, I think I know who this broker is and I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm disappointed, but come on, like, that's all you have. That was their option. Well, you take it or you squeeze down and no one else was wanted to bid on the business. They were DDQ declined to quote. So the, I said, Hey, after I had a a short discussion, it was about 30 minutes max, um, told, told them, you know, kind of the three things that we do you know, in terms of buying wholesale versus retail, we, we help implement claims management, which is the biggest thing without disrupting employee behavior. Like we're not going to make them lose weight all of a sudden. And then we're a fiduciary on the plan, meaning, um, in quotes, a fiduciary because we get paid a flat fee and our interests are aligned with them. There's hundred percent. We don't take bonuses, etc., which is not the case where they are now. She said, okay, yeah. So, um, so we can definitely, you know, look at this for next year, like 2024, like next year. She said, yeah, you know, yeah. That I said, well, why next year? Well, we're already, you know, you know, working on it. I said, but I can turn around a, an option to you within a week or two. Like you haven't made decisions yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then she said, well, let me talk to my HR. What do you need? Let me talk to my HR director and try to get the information. This is where I messed up. Not in my response, but by what I didn't say. And I was kicking myself afterwards. I'm like, that, you know, it was a nice call. She was very nice. And what I should have said, I wasn't actively listening. She said, we can look at this for the next plan year, not 2023 in January, 2024. And they had a very average plan. Like they had a high deductible HSA plan. And I think maybe a buy-up uh, something. And this is a manufacturing plant, right? They're making things. Um, and I, this is where I wasn't listening. Here's what I would have asked again. 
I said, I would have said, listen, my brain was thinking, oh, okay, you know, why does she want to push it off? Maybe it's because she, they've, they've made their decision, but they didn't say that yet. So then I worked through that. She says, oh, I didn't know how long it took you. So yeah, I could probably, you know, if you get me the information quickly, I could probably give you some options in about two weeks max. So well before you have to make a decision. And what I didn't realize is I should have said, you can't afford to wait. Like what's going on right now in the world and in our nation and the economy, this is not something you can postpone for a whole 14 months. Like if we go into a recession or we go into some major issues or the trend continues where attracting and retaining key people is important with that plan design, you're increasing the cost. You're making the coverage worse. And if knowing what I know about benefits in manufacturing and benefits at nonprofits that attract it and retain employees, non-cash compensation, that ain't going to cut it. Like that's just, I didn't say it out loud to her, certainly, but I'm thinking like, this is not a very good plan, but they're, they're stuck in the old rhythm of their, their thinking. They're stuck in this rut of, well, no one else would bid it. And so this is the only way we reduce it. We just move them to, from a PPO to an HMO. And I didn't press on it. I wasn't actively listening. And then I didn't ask a hard question. And I was asking some hard questions, but I wasn't, I didn't press enough because that's the reality. You cannot afford to have this plan go into effect a full another year. What will it cost you if you can't, if you lose people? And I did ask some of those questions gently up front, getting some basic data and I don't think people understand the connection. Uh, at least, the, I shouldn't say that. I, I think it's it's a it's a tough question coming out from a benefit person when they're expecting me to say, "I can save you money, and I can do this, and I can bid out the plans, and I have special contacts at these companies, and they will bid with me because I'm big and blah blah blah." That's a bunch of nonsense. So they don't expect that, and so. <clears throat> um, temporarily lost my whole train of thought there i was talking about waiting oh you can't wait the cost of losing employees are not being able to fill a position they are making physical things i'm not going to say what they make but it's like tangible metal objects that you need people to make the object right if you don't have good people or you don't have skilled people you don't make as many objects and right now people need stuff that they're making (laughs) so And I don't think people get that. That's the first mistake I made. I didn't press and go, you know, where is that pain? And is that pain? It might not have been. But they were saying, hey, um, the comment was, you know, I don't think we're meeting our objectives. That was the phrase. It just kind of, I don't think we're meeting our objectives. And I said, what objectives are you trying to meet? Well, we, you know, we're trying to lower health care costs and, you know, give good coverage for, for employees. And she's right. It's not. <laughs> it's going the opposite direction. And so that's the first thing. <clears throat> I didn't actively listen and then I didn't press a little bit. Look, my job when I got on these calls is not to be all friendly, John, and like build up, make them a friend of mine. People like me or don't like me, and that's not my role. My role is to, as I said, let's have a short conversation to see if it makes sense to have another one. That's it. And sometimes these calls are one calls. Like, yeah, you're good. Like, based on what I'm hearing, there's nothing I can do to help. And I move on. And it's great. But in this one, I'm like, no, I think I I would like to really take a look at this. I think they're spending a million dollars plus 
And then I found out the second piece. In conversation, they they have an on-site doctor, you know, for employee wellness and getting people, you know, getting them access to care. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And she said, we spent, I said, how much is that? It's $100,000 a year for an on-site doctor. I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. 24, you know, five days a week. And oh, no, one day a week. $100,000 for a doctor for eight hours once a week. If you do the math, it's $240 an hour. I didn't do the math on the phone, but I did it afterwards. Oh, that's great. It's great. And here's the second mistake I made. I said, what impact is that $100,000 having? How do you measure the return on that investment? You're the CFO. You're signing off on this expenditure. And how many years have you been doing this? Oh, a couple years? Okay. So you spent two, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000. What has been the return on that investment? That's the, that's the question I should have asked. And I didn't. I blew it. I wasn't focused. I don't know. I wasn't. I, I don't know what was going on. You know, I wasn't that. It was. It wasn't that I wasn't trying to help them. I was. At, I was listening care, very carefully and just figuring out. Hey, okay, where are they? Is this something we can help or not? You know, very honestly listening. But I didn't press because that should have been eye-opening. Where else in your business, CFO, have you spent three hundred thousand dollars in three years? And not understood the return on that capital employed. The return on that investment. That's 300 grand that you could have spent in your healthcare benefits to make them amazing. And so that was the second mess, miss for me. And then, of course, when I got off, I'm like, I can't believe maybe their broker advisor said something about that, but. I'd be like, you know, <clears throat> for 20 grand a year, I did the math for me when I got off later on. I said, I looked at it, I said, what would it cost to have like a 24 7 on call doctor? You know, um, pediatricians, primary care docs, stuff, you know, stuff that's acute. That's what that doctor's doing. They're not running MRIs in the, in the plant, they're doing routine acute stuff. And it's just for the employer, they're not bringing their kids in to work. What would it cost to have 24 7, 365 phone video access to a doctor? It's like 20 grand a year. And it's easier. And it's all the time. It's like right now I need it. Okay, great. So I didn't even press that. I'm like, well, what is the broker telling them? Like, did they bring that idea? And I think they, I'm seeing the dumbest things being like, dude, who's, where's the common sense on things? Yeah, I, here's my idea, Miss, Miss CFO. I think you should spend. $300,000 over three years. And in fact, it's probably going up every year. There's no way that doctor is charging the same rate every year. But let's just pretend it's the same. It's a three-year contract, hundred grand to sit there for eight hours once a week. $240 an hour to wait for people to just to walk in and, you know, let's see, like, how is, let's, let's just spend that and not care about the money. Like, let's not worry about return on investment, return on capital employed, no analysis, no internal rate of return, because the internal rate of return is negative. There is no return. Or if there is, but I don't think there is. Because you got to make sure that employee is sick. It's just the employee. And they're willing to go into work when they're sick, which, like, why would you come into work if you're sick? 
that's dumb. Like, you should not be coming in to see the doctor and bring it into the plant. Like, there's so many things that make no sense. But on the surface, it sounded great. Wow, you do that for employees. That is amazing. You guys care. Care. I'm being a little obnoxious right now because that 300 grand could have been spent by getting rid of your high deductible HSA plan and give them copay so they can walk to the urgent care for 25 bucks or their PCP or have a virtual point. They, they get a, a, a concierge plan, you bolt it on and it's you know not part of the medical plan, which can be a little shady sometimes, but it's, you know, hey, whatever you want to do, but ugh. that's it. That's my rant. That's my talk. That's my lesson. I will hope to not, I will never repeat those two errors again. Okay, that's just being silly. I that's not true. I I make errors in judgment a lot. You know, hopefully not over and over. But hope this is helpful. If you need any help with anything, if you're lonely, you just want to chat. Just go to millingroup.com. Connect with us there. Call me or email me and LinkedIn or whatever, and uh, we can talk. It's amazing when you when you spend a few minutes. I did this the other day with um, someone in a totally different industry of, of mine that I don't know much about at all, but yet works with my clients in a different capacity like not my personal clients but works in the same environment that I do in benefits but silly totally different I'm like wow that was the best 30 minutes like I learned a lot about what you do and like what my clients need holy cow I'm gonna I need to get you in there so check us out hope you're having a good day talk soon